Act One of The Tempest by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act One, Scene One, on a ship at sea. A tempestuous noise of thunder and lightning heard. Enter a shipmaster and a boatswain. Boatswain! Here, mister, what cheer? Good, speak to the mariners. Fall to it, Yarley, or we run ourselves aground. Bestir! Bestir! Exit. Enter mariners. Hi, my heart. Cheerly, cheerly, my heart. Yeah, yeah. Take in the topsail. Tend to the master's whistle. Blow till thou burst thy wind, if room enough. Enter Alonso, Sebastian, Antonio, Ferdinand, Gonzalo, and others. Good boatswain, have care. Where's the master? Play the men. I pray now keep below. Where is the master, boatswain? Do you not hear him? You mar our labour, keep your cabins. You do assist the storm. Nay, good, be patient. When the sea is hence, what cares these roarers for the name of king? To cabin, silence, trouble us not. Good, yet remember whom thou hast aboard. None that I more love than myself. You are a counsellor. If you can command these elements to silence and work the peace of the present, we will not hand a rope more. Use your authority. If you cannot, give thanks you have lived so long and make yourself ready in your cabin for the mischance of the hour. If it so hap, cheerly good hearts, out of our way, I say. Exit. I have great comfort from this fellow. Methinks he hath no drowning mark upon him. His complexion is perfect gallows. Stand fast, good fate, to his hanging. Make the rope of his destiny our cable, for our own doth little advantage. If he be not born to be hanged, our case is miserable. Exeunt. Re-enter Boatswain. Down with the topmast! Yeah! Lower! Lower! Bring her to try with main course! A cry within. A plague upon this howling! They are louder than the weather or our office. Re-enter Sebastian, Antonio, and Gonzalo. Yet again, what do you hear? Shall we give o'er and drown? Have you a mind to sink? A pox of your throat, you bawling, blastless, and charitable dog! Work you then! Anchor! Hang you, horse, and insolent noise-maker. We are less afraid to be drowned than thou art. I'll warrant him for drowning. Though the ship were no stronger than a nutshell, and as leaky as an unstanched wench. Lay her a hold, a hold. Set her two courses off to sea again. Lay her off. Enter mariners wet. All lost, to praise, to praise, all lost. 
but must our mouths be cold the king and prince at prayers let's assist them for our cases as theirs i'm out of patience we are merely cheated of our lives by drunkards this white-chapped rascal would thou mightst lie drowning the washing of ten tides he'll be hanged yet though every drop of water swear against it and gape at widest to glut him a confused noise within mercy on us we split we split farewell my wife and children farewell brother we split we split we split let's all sink with the king let's take leave of him exeunt antonio and sebastian now would i give a thousand furlongs of sea for an acre of barren ground long heath brown furs anything the wills above be done but i would fain die a dry death exeunt scene two the island before prospero's cell enter prospero and miranda if by your art my dearest father you have put the wild waters in this roar allay them the sky it seems would pour down stinking pitch but that the sea mounting to the welkin's cheek dashes the fire out oh i have suffered with those that i saw suffer a brave vessel who had no doubt some noble creature in her dashed all to pieces oh the cry did knock against my very heart poor souls they perished had i been any god of power i would have sunk the sea within the earth or ere it should the good ship so have swallowed and the frothing souls within her be collected no more amazement tell your piteous heart there's no harm done oh woe the day no harm i have done nothing but in care of thee of thee my dear one thee my daughter who art ignorant of what thou art not knowing of whence i am nor that i am more better than prospero master of a full poor cell and thy no greater father more to know did never meddle with my thoughts tis time i should inform thee farther lend thy hand and pluck my magic garment from me so lays down his mantle lie there my art wipe thou thine eyes have comfort the direful spectacle of the wreck which touched the very virtue of compassion in thee i have with such provision in mine art so safely ordered that there is no soul no not so much perdition as an hair betid to any creature in the vessel which thou heardst cry which thou sawst sink sit down for thou must now know farther you have often begun to tell me what i am but stopped and left me to a bootless inquisition concluding stay not yet the hours now come the very minute bids thee ope thine ear obey and be attentive 
Canst thou remember a time before we came unto this cell? I do not think thou canst, for then thou wast not out three years old. Certainly, sir, I can. By what? By any other house or person? Of anything the image tell me that hath kept with thy remembrance. Tis far off, and rather like a dream than an assurance that my remembrance warrants. Had I not four or five women once that tended me? Thou hadst, and more, Miranda. But how is it that this lives in thy mind? What seest thou else in the dark backward and abysm of time? If thou rememberest aught ere thou camest here, how thou camest here thou mayst. But that I do not. Twelve years since, Miranda, twelve years since, thy father was the Duke of Milan, and a prince of power. Sir, are not you my father? Thy mother was a piece of virtue, and she said thou wast my daughter, and thy father was Duke of Milan, and his only heir and princess no worse issued. Oh, the heavens! What foul play had we that we came from thence? Or blessed wast we did? Both, both, my girl. By foul play, as thou sayest, were we heaved thence, but blessedly holp hither. Oh, my heart bleeds to think at the teen that I had turned you to, which is from my remembrance. Please you, father. My brother, and thy uncle, called Antonio, I pray thee mark me, that a brother should be so perfidious. He whom, next thyself, of all the world I loved, and to him put the manage of my state, as at that time, through all the signories it was the first, and Prospero the prime duke, being so reputed in dignity, and for the liberal arts without a parallel, those being all my study, the government I cast upon my brother, and to my state grew stranger, being transported and wrapped in secret studies. Thy false uncle, dost thou attend me? Sir, most heedfully. Being once perfected how to grant suits, how to deny them, whom to advance, and whom to trash for overtopping, new created the creatures that were mine, I say, or changed them, or else new formed them, having both the key of officer and office, set all hearts of the state to what tune pleased his ear, that now he was the ivy which had hid my princely trunk, and sucked my verdure out on't. Thou attends not. How oh, good, sir, I do. I pray thee mark me. I, thus neglecting worldly ends, all dedicated to closeness, and the bettering of my mind, with that which, but by being so retired, or prized all popular rate, in my false brother, awaked an evil nature, and my trust, like a good parent, did beget of him a falsehood in its contrary, as great as my trust was, which had indeed no limit, a confidence sans bound. He being thus lauded, not only with what my revenue yielded, 
but what my power might else exact like one who having into truth by telling of it made such a sinner of his memory to credit his own lie he did believe he was indeed the duke out to the substitution and executing the outward face of royalty with all prerogative hence his ambition growing dost thou hear your tale sir would cure deafness to have no screen between this part he played and him he played it for he needs will be absolute milan me poor man my library was dukedom large enough of temporal royalties he thinks me now incapable confederates so dry he was for sway with the king of naples to give him annual tribute do him homage subject his coronet to his crown and bend the dukedom yet unbowed alas poor milan to most ignoble stooping oh the heavens mark his condition and the event then tell me if this might be a brother i should sin to think but nobly of my grandmother good wombs have borne bad sons now the condition this king of naples being an enemy to me inveterate hearkens my brother's suit which was that he in lieu of the premises of homage and i know not how much tribute should presently extirpate me and mine out of the dukedom and confer fair milan with all the honours on my brother whereon a treacherous army levied one midnight fated to the purpose did antonio open the gates of milan and to the dead of darkness the ministers for the purpose hurried thence me and thy crying self alack for pity i not remembering how i cried out then will cry it over again it is a hint that rings mine eyes to it here a little further and then i'll bring thee to the present business which now's upon us without the which this story were most impertinent wherefore did they not that hour destroy us well demanded wench my tale provokes that question dear they durst not so dear the love my people bore me nor set a mark so bloody on the business but with colours fairer painted their foul ends in few they hurried us aboard a bark bore us some leagues to sea where they prepared a rotten carcass of a boat not rigged nor tackle sail nor mast the very rats instinctively have quit it there they hoist us to cry to the sea that roared to us to sigh to the winds whose pity sighing back again did us but loving wrong alack what trouble was i then to you oh a cherubin thou wast that did preserve me thou didst smile infused with a fortitude from heaven when i have decked the sea with drops full salt under my burden groaned which raised in me an undergoing stomach to bear up against what should ensue how came we ashore 
by providence divine some food we had and some fresh water that a noble neapolitan gonzalo out of his charity who being then appointed master of this design did give us with rich garments linen stuffs and necessaries which since have steaded much so of his gentleness knowing i loved my books he furnished me from mine own library with volumes that i prize above my dukedom would i might but ever see that man now i arise resumes his mantle sit still and hear the last of our sea-sorrow here in this island we arrived and here have i thy schoolmaster made thee more profit than other princesses can that have more time for vainer hours and tutors not so careful heavens thank you for it and now i pray you sir for still tis beating in my mind your reason for raising this sea-storm know thus far forth by accident most strange bountiful fortune now my dear lady hath mine enemies brought to this shore and by my prescience i find my zenith doth depend upon a most auspicious star whose influence if now i court not but omit my fortunes will ever after droop here cease more questions thou art inclined to sleep tis a good dullness and give it way i know thou canst not choose Miranda sleeps. Come away, servant. Come. I am ready now. Approach my Ariel. Come. Enter Ariel. All hail, great master. Grave sir, hail. I come to answer thy best pleasure, be it to fly, to swim, to dive into the fire to ride on the curled clouds to thy strong bidding task ariel and all his quality hast thou spirit performed to point the tempest that i bade thee to every article i boarded the king's ship now on the beak now in the waist the deck in every cabin i flamed amazement sometimes i'd divide and burn in many places on the top mast the yards and the bowsprit would i flame distinctly then meet and join jove's lightnings the precursors of the dreadful thunderclaps more momentary and sight outrunning were not the fire and cracks of sulphurous roaring the most mighty neptune seemed to besiege and make his bold waves tremble yea his dread trident shake my brave spirit who was so firm so constant that this coil would not infect his reason not a soul but felt a fever of the mad and played some tricks of desperation all but merriness plunged in the foaming brine and quit the vessel then all afire with me the king's son ferdinand with hair upstaring then like reeds not hair was the first man that leaped cried hell is empty 
and all the devils are here. Why, that's my spirit. But was not this nigh shore? Close by, my master. But are they aerial safe? Not a hair perish. On their sustaining garments, not a blemish, but fresher than before. And as thou badest me, in troops I have dispersed them about the isle. The king's son have I landed by himself, whom I left cooling of the air with sighs in an odd angle of the isle, and sitting his arms in this sad knot. Of the kingship, the mariners, say how thou hast disposed, and all the rest of the fleet. Safely in harbour is the king's ship. In the deep nook where once thou callest me up at midnight to fetch you from the still-vexed Bermoothis, there she stood, the mariners all under hatches stowed, who, with a charm joined to their suffered labour, I have left asleep. And for the rest of the fleet, which I dispersed, they all have met again, and are upon the Mediterranean float, bound sadly home for Naples, supposing that they saw the king's ship wrecked, and his great person perish. Ariel, thy charge exactly is performed, but there's more work. What is the time of the day? Past the mid-season. At least two glasses. The time twixt six and now must by us both be spent most preciously. <sighs> Is there more toil? Since thou dost give me pains, let me remember thee what thou hast promised, which is not yet performed me. How now, Moody? What is thou canst demand? My liberty. Before the time be out, no more. I prithee, remember I have done thee worthy service, told thee no lies, made thee no mistakings, served without all grudge or grumblings. Thou didst promise to bait me a full year. Dost thou forget from what a torment I did free thee? No. Thou dost, and think'st it much to tread the ooze of the salt deep, to run upon the sharp wind of the north, to do me business in the veins of the earth when it is baked with frost. I do not, sir. Thou liest, malignant thing. Hast thou forgot the foul witch Sycorax, who with age and envy was grown into a hoop? Hast thou forgot her? No, sir. Thou hast. Where was she born? Speak, tell me. Sir, in Argier. Oh, was she so? I must once in a month recount what thou hast been, which thou forgetst. This damned witch Sycorax, for mischiefs manifold and sorceries terrible to enter human hearing, from Argier thou knowest was banished. For one thing she did, they would not take her life. Is not this true? Aye, sir. This blue-eyed hag was hither brought with child, and here was left by the sailors. Thou, my slave, as thou reports thyself, was then her servant, 
and for thou wast a spirit too delicate to act her earthy and abhorred commands, refusing her grand hests, she did confine thee by help of her more potent ministers, and in her most unmitigable rage into a cloven pine, within which rift imprisoned thou didst painfully remain a dozen years, within which space she died and left thee there, where thou didst vent thy groans as fast as mill-wheels strike, then was this island, save for the sun that she did litter here, a freckled whelp hag-born, not honoured with a human shape. Yes, Caliban, her son. Dull thing, I say so, he that Caliban, whom now I keep in service, thou best knowest what torment I did find thee in. Thy groans did make wolves howl, and penetrate the breasts of ever-angry bears. It was a torment to lay upon the damned, which Sycorax could not again undo. It was mine art, when I arrived and heard thee, that made gape the pine and let thee out. I thank thee, master. If thou more murmurest, I will rend an oak and peg thee in his naughty entrails, till thou hast howled away twelve winters. Pardon, master. I will be correspondent to command, and to my spiriting, gently. Do so, and after two days I will discharge thee. That's my noble master. What shall I do? Say what? What shall I do? Go make thyself like a nymph of the sea. Be subject to no sight but thine and mine, invisible to every eyeball else. Go take this shape, and hither come in. Go, hence with diligence. Exit, Ariel. Awake, dear heart, awake. Thou hast slept well. Awake. Oh, oh the strangeness of your story put heaviness in me. Shake it off. Come on. We'll visit Caliban, my slave who never yields us kind answer. Oh, tis a villain, sir, I do not love to look on. But as tis, we cannot miss him. He does make our fire, fetch in our wood, and serves in offices that profit us. What ho, slave, Caliban, thou earth thou, speak. Caliban, within. There's wood enough within. Come forth, I say. There's other business for thee. Come, thou tortoise, when? Re-enter Ariel like a water-nymph. Fine apparition, my quaint Ariel, hark in thine ear. My lord, it shall be done. Exit. Thou poisonous slave, got by the devil himself upon thy wicked dam, come forth. Enter Caliban. As... Wicked dears, ere my mother brushed with raven's feather from unwholesome fen, drop on you both. A southwest blow on ye and blister you all over. For this be sure, to-night thou shalt have cramps, side stitches that shall pen thy breath up, urchin shell for that vast of night that they may work all exercise on thee. Thou shalt be pinched as thick as honeycomb, each pinch more stinging than bees that made em. I must eat my dinner. This island's mine, 
by Sycorax, my mother, which thou takest from me. When thou camest first, thou strokest me, and latest much of me. Wouldst give me water with berries, and, and teach me how to name the bigger light, and how the less that burn by day and night. And then I loved thee, and showed thee all the qualities of the isle, the fresh springs, brine pits, barren place, and fertile. Cursed be I that did so. All oh, the charms of Sycorax, toads, beetles, bats, light on you. For I am all the subjects that you have, which first was mine own king. And here you star me in this hard rock, whilst you do keep from me the rest of the island. Thou most lying slave, whom stripes may move, not kindness. I have used thee, filth as thou art, with human care, and lodged thee in mine own cell, till thou didst seek to violate the honour of my child. Ha, 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 ha! Would it been done, thou didst prevent me. I had peopled us this isle with calibans. Abhorred slave, which any print of goodness wilt not take, being capable of all ill. I pity thee, took pains to make thee speak, taught thee each hour one thing or other, when thou didst not, savage, know thine own meaning, but wouldst gabble like a thing most brutish. I endowed thy purposes with words that made them known, but thy vile race, though thou didst learn, had that int which good natures could not abide to be with. Therefore wast thou deservedly confined into this rock, who hadst deserved more than a prison. Ye taught me language, and my prophet aunt is, I ne had a curse. The red plague rid you for learning me your language. Hagseed hence! Fetch us in fuel, and be quick that best to answer other business. Shrugst thou, Malice? If thou neglect'st or dost unwillingly what I command, I'll rack thee with old cramps, fill all thy bones with aches, make thee roar that beasts shall tremble at thy din. No, pray thee. Aside. I must obey. His act is of such power, it would control my damn's god, Setibus and make a vassal of him. So, slave, hence. Exit Caliban. Re-enter Ariel, invisible, playing and singing. Ferdinand following. Should this music be the air or the earth? It sounds no more, and sure it waits upon some god of the island. 
sitting on a bank weeping again the king my father's wreck this music crept by me upon the waters allaying both their fury and my passion with its sweet air thence i have followed it or it hath drawn me rather but tis gone no it begins again does remember my drowned father this is no mortal business nor no sound that the earth owes i, I hear it now above me the fringed curtains of thine eye advance and say what thou seest yond what is it a spirit lord how it looks about believe me sir it carries a brave form but this is spirit no wench it eats and sleeps and hath such senses as we have such this gallant which thou seest was in the wreck and but he's something stained with grief that's beauty's canker thou mightst call him a goodly person he hath lost his fellows and strays about to find him i might call him a thing divine for nothing natural i ever saw so noble prospero aside it goes on i see as my soul prompts it spirit fine spirit i'll free thee within two days for this most sure the goddess on whom these airs attend vouchsafe my prayer may know if you remain upon this island and that you will some good instruction give how i may bear me here my prime request which i do last pronounce is oh you wonder if you be made or no no wonder sir but certainly a maid my language heavens i am the best of them that speak this speech would i but where it is spoken how the best what wert thou if the king of naples heard thee a single thing as i am now that wanders to hear thee speak of naples he does hear me and that he does i weep myself am naples who with mine eyes never since that ebb beheld the king my father wrecked alack for mercy yes faith and all his lords the duke of milan and his brave son being twain prospero aside the duke of milan and his more braver daughter could control thee if now it were fit to do it at the first sight they have changed eyes delicate ariel i'll set thee free for this to ferdinand a word good sir 
I fear you have done yourself some wrong. A word. Why speaks my father so ungently? This is the third man that ever I saw, the first that ever I sighed for. Pity move my father to be inclined my way. Oh, if a virgin, your affection not gone forth, I'll make you the queen of Naples. Soft, sir, one word more. Aside. They are both in either's powers, but this swift business I must uneasy make, lest too light winning make the prize light. To Ferdinand. One word more I charge thee that thou attend me. Thou dost here usurp the name thou owest not, and hast put thyself upon this island as a spy, to win it from me the lord aunt. No, as I am a man. There's nothing ill can dwell in such a temple. If the ill spirit have so fair a house, good things will strive to dwell with it. Follow me. Speak not you for him, he's a traitor. Come, I'll manacle thy neck and feet together. Sea water shalt thou drink. Thy food shall be the fresh brook mussels, withered roots and husks wherein the acorn cradled. Follow. No. I will resist such entertainment till mine enemy has more power. Draws, and is charmed from moving. Oh, dear father, make not too rash a trial of him, for he is gentle and not fearful. What? I say my foot, my tutor? Put thy sword up, traitor, who makes the show but dares not strike. Thy conscience is so possessed with guilt. Come from thy ward for i can here disarm thee with his stick and make thy weapon drop beseech you father hence hang not on my garments sir have pity i'll be his surety silence one word more shall make me chide thee if not hate thee what an advocate for an impostor hush thou thinkst there is no more such shapes as he having seen but him and caliban foolish wench to the most of men this is a caliban and they to him are angels my affections are then most humble i have no ambition to see a goodlier man come on obey thy nerves are in their infancy again and have no vigour in them so they are my spirits as in a dream are all bound up <sighs> my father's loss the weakness which i feel the wreck of all my friends no this man's threats to whom i am subdued are but light to me might i but through my prison once a day behold this maid all corners else of the earth let liberty make use of space enough have i in such a prison prospero aside it works to ferdinand come on thou hast done well fine ariel to ferdinand follow me to ariel hark what thou else shalt do me be of comfort my father's of a better nature sir than he appears by speech this is unwonted which now came from him thou shalt be as free as mountain winds but then exactly do all points of my command to the syllabus Come, follow, speak not for him. Exeunt. 
End of Act 1